0: Welcome back to Don't Call a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. We're starting Oathbringer for today, a quarter of the way through. That's up to chapter 32. If you're just jumping in, I hope you're aware that Oathbringer is, is book three of a series. I hope so. Um, but Dan, you want to get warmed up first? Yeah, uh first off, we've got some breaking LeBron James news, Luke. Okay, okay, okay. Long-time Love LeBron list- segment. Long-time listeners will know we have been following LeBron James' career very closely over the course yes. of the pod. Yes. Uh we think, you know, I have a feeling he's going to be going places. So, we're just trying to <laughs> keep an eye on uh, keep an eye on him. A uh, little rough patch, a little rough patch for LeBron over the Christmas holiday, though. Uh, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron gave us a little Christmas Eve surprise on Instagram that if you're not familiar, uh, LeBron seemingly compared COVID to the flu and the common cold. Um, So I, this I don't think it's tough for me. Yeah, I don't think we're as excited about LeBron these days. <laughs> I know it's, it's tough. brutal, we love LeBron normally, normally, LeBron would be so fun to be joking around about this little Christmas gift that he gave us, though mm, not a gift I'd lebron say. LeBron was it was previously soon to come on the pod, by the way. he was going to come on the pod now, our signed copy of Red Wall is way less valuable like. <laughs> it's just Have we talked about that on the pod oh shoot was that a surprise no well, okay no <laughs> I don't think so but if you don't know what that meant it's fine um yeah I don't know I the... okay here's the sad thing I don't want to turn this into something super long uh-huh. everybody longtime listeners will also know that I'm a big sports fan yeah and Dan is not yeah no I love sp- I... I love sports what do you I love sports I won't let okay. Luke say it otherwise Dan... okay i it's very sad i like don't watch sports that often Mm -hmm. anymore i'm Mm -hmm. i've lost a lot of my interest Mm -hmm. and like when there's a game on i'll turn it on when i'm like not doing something else Mm -hmm. but i used to be like a diehard fan of a couple teams and i just like do not keep up with it anymore and like that's probably a good thing (laughs) but it's also very sad oh wow wow Luke's, Luke's felt like you feel like you've lost a part of a part of your identity. Is that what you mean that it's sad? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that. Uh, I did never have a team that I followed super closely. Luke, I can't say I've ever followed a sports team to the point where if I were say like vacationing in a foreign country, I would specifically try and find a bar that had a TV that was playing a game with my favorite team. Uh, because I had to watch their sports game live. I don't think I've ever cared about a this, team that much. This doesn't. This seems specific. Um, but I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be ignorant of it. I, I'm. I'm feigning ignorance of what you're talking about. Sure. 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 Yeah. Yeah. The Panthers didn't. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. It was the, it was the play. It was the playoffs, though. To be. To be clear. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> um, point being, you're joining. You're joining me in sports obscurity which is the place where it's the place where most when most people want to talk about sports and you just have to say oh mm, yep cool (laughs) oh that sounds tough for your team (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much pretty much and i'll say it's it's not the best place to be but it makes you get creative okay that's what i like to hear which, based on our last warm-up about you loving small talk, I think you're gonna flourish. We're not going back into that. We're definitely not. <laughs> but to bring it all back around, LeBron. Okay, I want to say one more thing about this because there's a okay, certain yeah. aspect of. For a while, conservative like talk show people wanted to talk about basketball players and doctors like staying in their lane. Do you remember that discussion where they were right. telling all these people dribble. to like stay in their lane? Okay for some things that's i want to say that there's there's some merit to that for some things for example if lebron is suddenly like saw the james webb space telescope launch this weekend and i think they totally messed up the fuel to oxidizer ratio on the rocket and it's it's going to be a terrible thing and it's a big waste of money if lebron does that i'm going to say lebron You're good at basketball, but these people went to school for a long time for this, and they know how to launch a rocket. And I don't think you're qualified to comment on the specifics of spaceflight. And in this case, where LeBron is talking about a global pandemic that a lot of epidemiologists are studying and working on and have decided that it's not the same as the flu or the common cold, LeBron should probably not be talking like an informed person about it okay okay i so sure i mean i think that this is gonna you've taken to us to a weird spot but i'm gonna i'm gonna go for the funny angle here Mm. and say i think it's obvious when people should not be talking about something and i don't think that we should like i don't think that there's a label like this is when it happens. I think it's just like you see it, and it's like that was not the time to talk for him to talk about this. Right. So, have you, do you, are you familiar with the, I think it's the like Supreme Court definition of pornography? No, no, I've never heard of this. It's like, I'm not 100% sure it's the Supreme Court definition, mm. but it's essentially the definition of pornography is there's not a specific definition, but you know it when you see it. Oh, this is about obscenity. This is about if something is obscene or vulgar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is in the Supreme Court, and the ex- the explicit wording is, I'll know it when I see it. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah. I think that that applies to a lot of things, this being one of them. <laughs> you're saying when somebody when somebody is like talking from a place where they don't know anything about a certain topic, it's pretty obvious. Yes. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think the issue is it leaves it open to a lot of interpretation and a lot of people going back to like a shut up and dribble, like thinking that we're making an analogy to a shut up and dribble argument, uh, which we're not, (laughs) we're not at all. Um, but maybe LeBron, you have a big following and we really like how you play basketball good and most (laughs) of your other stuff is very good. LeBron, you've disappointed us. You have disappointed us. And you're no longer invited. <laughs> we can, we're, we hold on. It's we're gonna suspend your invitation pending. Okay. Pending an update. Pending review. S- pending review. We're suspending your invitation, uh, to come on the pod. I'm sorry, LeBron, <laughs> but we we have to do this. It's you got to draw a line. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's. I, I'm I'm warmed up. Uh, curious to see how much of that makes it into the final edit. Um, let's get back to Oathbringer, Mm -hmm. which is what we're talking about today. Like I said, up to chapter 32. And I want to start us off Mm. with just talking about format really quick. Ooh. A long time listeners will know Dan and I are both big ebook guys. Mm hmm. So, but previously, before I was an ebook guy, I had—I actually have the physical copy of Oathbringer, mm. and so I, I got to—I got to revisit reading physical books. Okay. And you know what I did, Dan? Um, about two chapters in, I bought the ebook. <laughs> <laughs> no way! I did. I did. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Have you, you probably haven't. Have you ever seen the physical copy of Oathbringer? The fact is, it's probably massive, right? It's huge. It is enormous. Oh, no. (laughs) And like, reading that thing was just exhausting. I Mm. was getting carpal tunnel from holding it. Right. Um, I can't snack as easily. (sighs) This is true. Well, and and I just, mm. I was like, I was reconfirming that I much prefer ebooks. If there's any physical book stands out there listening, I respect it, but I don't I don't get it. Here's the thing that I don't think translates super well to the ebooks and that anything that's text related t- totally fine. In fact, I would say superior right. on an ebook because you can like look up words you don't know if you're an idiot like me, but <laughs> drawings and maps, I think are sure. probably way better on the physical version because I think maps are the big one. Maps are the big one, but also with Stormlight, Shallan's drawings that are included throughout the book. I imagine seeing that on a physical copy would be better than the like digitally sure. rendered version. Sure. So those are the things where when I'm reading as an ebook, I'm like, mm, I kind of wish I had the physical like drawing here so i could see it in a little better detail because some of them just look like a blob of lines and it's like right. i get i get your drawing is taking a different direction Shalon, but i'm having trouble interpreting what this is at all <laughs> right I, I i think that's true but i i point point is ebooks i i can't quit them <laughs> intro where uh, i i'm excited to see the the vitriol that comes for you luke from the physical book stands out there right yeah the the big yeah send your hate passion. mail to luke please <laughs> so i can read it and revel luke at com. let's send it to yep, me that's where you want to send it um it's the correct spot speaking of speaking of people who are completely obsessed with an outdated idea can we talk about the ardents for a second Ooh. okay so we start off and um Dalinar gets married to Nivani. Mm-hmm. Great. Exciting. Should be like this celebration. And mm-hmm. it eventually like people kinda come around and Dalinar's like, Hey, I'll get the Stormfather to do it. It'll be the most epic wedding that you've ever seen. Like literally anyone has ever seen in their whole lives. The Stormfather is going to get me married. It's going to be so tight. And then the Ardents are like, "Uh, actually, that was heretical, and you (laughs) can't do that. Can we talk about how crazy that is from the perspective of literally anybody in this world that the Ardents are like, "Uh, that wasn't God, so it doesn't count? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I think it's more, I don't think that their issue is that the Stormfather did it. I think that was part of their issue. I think they're... No, no, no. Because they have basically... like They're kind of anti-Dalinar in general because of the things that he's been saying. Well, he's saying God is dead, yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Plus, he's not supposed to be marrying... By whatever some rule they have, he's not supposed to marry his brother's widow. Right, yeah. And I think that the Stormfather coming in was not really like part of their anger at him. I will say that, like, okay, <laughs> the Stormfather just married him. What are you talking about? I, I also want to do, like, imagine it from this perspective, okay? I am an ardent. You've never seen any physical manifestations of what you think of as God. You're reading books that are like, yeah, God used to be a thing, and God still is a thing, but God works in mysterious ways that are subtle And they aren't like, there's no like physical action that God takes in the world. And you're like, okay, yeah, I believe that. Sure. And then one day, a giant face that takes up the entire sky is like, these two are married now. And you're going to be like, yeah, that's not God. The thing that I read about before that has, that I've seen no evidence of at all. That's still God. The the big face in the sky is something else. How, how are you... How are you still committed to that? Yeah. This is also after, like... I, I, I forget the role that the, like, Knights Radiant have in the religion. Well, they're... But, like, they're, bad. they're back. <laughs> they're bad. Right. I don't know. It, I, I agree with you that we need some adjustments. Like, I'm not necessarily saying that they should be, like, giving up their religion because I don't quite – it hasn't been a big enough focus of this book for me to really know the, like, details Mm -hmm. of it all and, like, how the events will have, like, affected people's beliefs. Yeah. But there are tweaks, I think. Let's get a little Martin Luther in here. Come around with a little 95 theses. Like, maybe. uh maybe women can let their hands out sometimes there's a there's even a, in the in one of the um in one of the flashbacks i think mm-hmm. young dalinar is talking about how the Ardens just seem to like bless everything his brother does right yeah so i don't know i don't like there seems to be some things that are consistent and some things that aren't and i don't i don't know well, yeah, it seems like a theme of this so far is just, like, literally everybody trying to stop Dalinar from doing what he's trying to do. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Dalinar's like, hey, I'd like to unite the world so that we don't all die in the desolation. Everyone's like, mm, no. <laughs> now, to be fair, though, reading these flashbacks with Dalinar of him, like, 30 years ago... I see the point of a lot of these people being like, uh, no, thank you. No, I'm good. Yes, I I agree, actually. I think that there's like like a lot of times when he says that they're like expecting him to come and like conquer them. I definitely see it, especially yeah. because like we've only seen Dalinar of the last few years mm-hmm. and no one else has, right? No one else outside of like the Alethi. Well, they have though like word is getting out word is getting out that dalinar is like now basically the king right and so from an outside perspective it looks like your super crazy warlord now has developed a significant political influence in his country and is now like clever enough to like become the king of his government he's not just a fighter now he is like politically shrewd that's terrifying i don't want that person anywhere near me right no i get it i get it for sure especially like old dalinar seemed terrible yeah what what are our thoughts on old dalinar um relatively bad relatively negative i have a hard time with with like going full in negative to old dalinar okay because they like they are at war right so i think what makes me uncomfortable about it is how much he like seems to love it Mm -hmm. but at the same time like he's just very good at war you know what i mean sure like he's never like he's not i guess when he murdered the heir of that high prince it was kind of not cool the little boy that was well gonna fight him with the sword I was it clear that he murdered I thought there was like little hints there that he didn't. Okay, you're right. There were little hints that he probably didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But um and I, the- I I think the biggest red flag is when he's like slaughtering everyone with the shard blade and is like having a blast. <laughs> and then like another guy come with the shard blade comes out to challenge him and he's like, damn it, now I can't murder hundreds or thousands of people. Anymore. Yeah. That seems bad to me. It does seem bad, but at the same time, again, I'll say that, like, they're at war. Like, he's not doing this to just innocent people. He's doing this to, like, soldiers on a battlefield. And, like, there was also a little bit of an incident of friendly fire that kind of happened, it sounds like, which <laughs> probably not good, Dalinar. <laughs> so, yeah, not, definitely not positive. Definitely not positive feelings toward Dalinar, but it's hard to kind of, like say that he's a bad guy at this point like it's hard to say he's doing things that are like malicious like he's not necessarily i Mm. I don't want to say he's bad i just want to say he's like kind of immature maybe or like okay i you say this every episode you're holding every single character to very different standards i don't think so luke i don't i don't see it gosh I can't believe this. <laughs> okay. I do want to relate this to Sadeus and Dalinar, though. Okay. Because we see Sadeus and Dalinar when, in, like, the old days. And it seems like they were great friends. Like, this is the friendship we hear mm-hmm. we've heard about. And it makes a lot of sense. Right? Like, they both yeah. have, like, no, very little moral compass about things. Right. And that, like... So that tracks with me, but it seems like the classic case of like one friend, like going off to summer camp and maturing and coming back Mm -hmm. and the other friend, like staying the same as they were in middle school. And that's why their friendship is kind of like broken up because one of them was just like, Hey, yeah, all that stuff we did. I don't really want to do that anymore. Like, I'm not trying to go to the lake and chug a four loco on a Saturday. Right. Very similar vibes. But yeah, it's, it seems like the classic case of, like, one friend becoming a little, like, growing more mature than the other. And, like, is th- kind of being th- left in the past. I think that that's true. I think that the timeline here is interesting. In that, like, all the flashbacks we're seeing are, like, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that Dalinar's change happened around, like, after... His brother was killed by the assassin. Right. Which was like five or six years ago. hmm It's a very long time of Dalinar being an asshole. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. So just to just to bring us back, like the other people not agreeing <laughs> to come see him, pretty justified extremely justified it seems yeah and i imagine when he starts showing up in their dreams it is going to be a nightmare for all of these people <laughs> like these people are going to be like this is a nightmare that's their first thought is like right. the blackthorn has come for me in my dreams oh i hate this i hate this guy <laughs> this guy is the worst yeah oh yeah. man he's gonna have a lot of image rehabilitation he's got to do here well he did bond the storm father I mean, yeah, it seems like like his heart seems to be in the right place, right? Yes. Now. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll, we'll we're going to get a lot more of Dalinar. There's hints that he did something horrifying even more so. So we'll see. We'll see what that is. Um, right, right. And it just so happens to potentially coincide with learning more about his wife that he couldn't remember anything about so right. that's gonna be another interesting reveal i'm sure we'll see if we'll see if dan's defense of old dalinar continues <laughs> oh we should check it luke you've read this book as well right yes okay okay dan has not okay um okay can can i can i bring us to kaladin oh i'd love to yeah yeah okay so Kaladin's home visit. Yes, I want to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. And his the exit from his hometown. I was this whole time ex- like, of reading this expecting something to go really poorly and it to be really unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. But honestly, we're pretty well. I, is this I wanna, your take? I want to throw a little pin in that because there was one thing about it that I think is wild. But I was also expecting like something bad to have happened. I keep doing this. And I think this is sort of what I was getting at, at the end of last book or at the end of book two, where I was like, I keep expecting somebody big and important to die or like somebody something like really bad to happen. And has it really happened yet? Like we haven't really had something big and tragic happen in the current timeline. Like a lot of tragedy has happened in the past. But not a lot of like big tragedy happening today in our story, right? Well, I was expecting Kaladin to like so so he loses his puncher or so he loses his temper and punches the guy. Yeah, I was expecting, but like no no real consequences come of that because he's like a radiant. Um, I was expecting there to be like something much like on that like on that vibe, but much more negative repercussions and it just didn't it was just like oh Kalen comes in and like and this is not a criticism i would love this actually yeah this visit yeah um and just like kind of crushes it and right. is like really awesome and then exits in a really awesome way i was like okay <laughs> sweet yes yeah i agree no i totally agree with you i kept waiting for the other shoe to drop of like yeah and then when he leaves the dude is gonna mess with his family or like the dude's gonna get some revenge and i don't think that's gonna happen like i i think very much that's not gonna happen and he has a brother his little brother yeah he has has a little brother both of his parents are totally fine crushing it absolutely crushing it very and they're good. so happy to see him. Like the the reunion scene where they're just like so happy to see him. Very touching. Good scene. Right. Right. So what's your what's the what's the thing that you hesitated with? Here's the thing that didn't go super well with the whole situation. Kaladin's dad is like, hey, I know you have this super safe place for us all to go, and this is like the end of the world, and you're now a radiant, so you kinda have some extra information. I'm staying here. I'm going to stay here right here in this spot because there's people here that need me along with my wife and my newborn son. We're going <laughs> to we're going to stay out here. No, no, dad, you're not. Um because like, okay, the world is ending. We have this perfectly safe bunker. Everybody else is going to be like, "Yeah, let's go to the bunker." So who are you tending to out in the wilderness? Fucking squirrels? <laughs> Right. Okay. I mean, I, I totally agree with you on this. The biggest thing especially is like, okay, like you can stay. And like that, I don't know you could maybe say that that's like noble or something. But I also feel like we need your help elsewhere. But like mom and little brother are coming with. It's a desolation, Dad! What are you talking about? It's kind of selfish. It's incredibly selfish. It's like, my moral code is superior to the well-being of anyone else I care about. Right. Right. No! Take everybody! Go to the safe bunker! There's so much space for you! There's a lot of space. Take everyone. The, uh... I think... I forget what our take was on, on... in the way of Kings when we figured out that he actually did steal the spheres. But I feel like we're pretty negative on Kaladin's dad. I, I think so. Yeah. Also, he's like, so full of himself. Also, like, don't be super disappointed that Kaladin's <laughs> rad as hell. I know okay? that like, sucked. <laughs> be proud of him, dad, please. It's like, ah, uh, you didn't follow in the family business. So what, man? I'm saving the world. Oh, you're not—you're not elbow deep in somebody's intestines trying to keep them from bleeding out, and instead you're the, flying around. <laughs> the the king of our kingdom calls me the hero. <laughs> like, let me get a high five. Yeah, but you—you you can only use the blade. That's all you're good for—is just chopping right. stuff kaladin that's right me on the other hand an intellectual i'm good at bandage and stuff he is he is i'm sick of it yeah i he's so full of himself and i'm over it yeah. kaladin needs to just lash him to U- or whatever the, na- the place is called and just say bye good luck i'll see you when you get there right i think that's possible i mean kaladin can lash he can lash things other there than himself go. he's fine <laughs> um okay i want to do I, I my other note on kaladin mm-hmm. is just i i had a very good time reading kaladin like after this mm-hmm. and following the parchment but kaladin is just always doing so much <laughs> Th- this is like kaladin's <laughs> it's always thing, too much isn't it it's like Kaladin's yeah. thing to find people who are just like struggling and be like, hey, let me help you out. <laughs> it's just like what he does. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I get the point of this, which is that like we need the the perspective of the Parchman. Mm-hmm. It's very a valuable perspective because like, yeah, like they're, they're not the bad guys, I don't think. Right, um, right. So, uh, so that's why I really enjoyed this section, Mm -hmm. but Kaladin just like go home at a certain point. (laughs) Yeah, but this is like Kaladin's thing, right? Kaladin's thing is he's, he's trying to be the healer, right? He's trying to like improve these people's lives by like showing him how to fish or whatever. throwing the ball in the backyard for him like his dad never did (laughs) there's a there's a moment where he's talking to one of them and they're like trying to figure out who the fighting should be between it's like it doesn't have to be like humans versus versus parchment it's like yeah it could be like the cool people of both sides versus the very uncool people of both sides that would be sweet well, actually, this is kind of like, so obviously Brandon in his books loves to like play with your expectations. And I think this is one of the things that he is, Th- this might be a theory. I think in the a pr- or a prediction, I think this is a Dan prediction. Dalinar's okay. got it all wrong with the unite them. First off, it's too basic of, a, of, of an instruction to actually act on. Like who are the them? Mm-hmm. What does uniting them mean? Right. A lot of questions. And I think... Dalinar has assumed a lot about what that means and Brandon has kind of written it intentionally so we agree with Dalinar where we're like oh yeah yeah that's what uniting them means it's what Dalinar says I don't think that's actually what it's going to be in the end now Luke can't speak to this because it probably gets revealed in this book but it does seem like the them we're trying to unite are the people that are like chill and cool and we're (laughs) uniting against the ones that are like starting to become kind of assholes like the red-eyed void bringers and potentially some people that are like doing some bad stuff. And I, right. that to me feels more like the lines. It feels more like a good versus evil rather than like trying to start a race war. Sure. Sure. It's like uh Dalinar and I forget the, the Parchment's name that's with that's in bridge four mm-hmm. versus like, Amram and the red-eyed guys, right? The red-eyed Parshendi, yeah. right That's what it feels like to me. Is that there's gonna be a reveal who the them are, and it was not what Dalinar thought initially. Okay. And Dalinar okay. is gonna be like, "Oh wow, I've had my whole perspective change. Thank you, Stormfather. <laughs> it's lovely." So, yeah. um While we're talking about theories. So I presented a theory about the Spren being kind of tyrannical and that being the reason why the Knights Radiant gave it up was because they realized that the Spren were the ones pulling all the strings because they Mm -hmm. only gave them power when they did what the Spren wanted them to do. There's a little bit of support for this in this section. Did you catch the support for this theory? Uh, You'll have to. to I'll remind you kaladin is like hey uh sil how come you were totally cool with me killing like tons of parshendi just like Mm -hmm. mountains of parshendi but not letting the king get killed why was that not cool and sil was like well you promised and he was like yeah 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 sure but like how come that promise was bad but like killing all those parshendi was fine and she was like uh i don't know it's not important don't talk don't worry about it. <laughs> it it just is it just that's just the way it has to be don't even worry don't even stress about it um hmm so clearly they're pushing a certain version of morality sure sure and they're like not revealing it to everyone they're telling them oh you have to say certain words before we can tell you certain information like uh you haven't unlocked that level yet <laughs> You've got to be a prime subscription member to get that level of of information, right? Right. Like what? No, no, Spren. What the? What's going on? Tell me what's going on. Okay. You can't just be. Uh, you can't just like. Mm, there's yeah. tyranny happening. Yeah. I smell tyranny, Luke. <laughs> I do think that it's a it's a good point. Like the, the the thing with with Syl like not having an absolute. Like, you can't just assume that what she feels is wrong is wrong. Right. She's not the like arbiter of good and evil, but she is the one deciding if Kaladin gets powers or not. And so, what she right. thinks is good and evil gets to fly, literally. Well, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of autonomy and power given to Syl here. Yeah, I, I'm not loving it. I'm not okay, loving okay, it. Dan's... Dan's worried. Dan's worried about the sprint again. And yeah, I'll say my theory is not dead. My theory is very okay. much alive. Still alive. We love that. Just like Gasna. Who I expected to see by now. I know. I'm, I'm sure we'll see her at some point. There'll probably be a right. big reveal near the end of this where she like saves the day or something. I don't know. Right. Uh, okay. You ready to move back to our other characters? Yes. Okay. Shalon, or should I say, Vale, mm. uh, goes goes on a little on a little fact finding mission. Mm-hmm. And can I just say, getting the strongest drink to like make yourself seem the most badass is so lame. Ooh. Mm. Are we not? Are we not over this? Are we like? Can we like? The idea of being able to, like, drink Mm -hmm. the drink with the highest alcohol content. Yeah. Meaning that you're super intense Mm -hmm. makes no sense. I agree with you here. I think it just makes your liver a target. Right, right. Like, if I'm in a fight with you, I'm hitting the liver first thing. That's that's my (laughs) go-to. Like, I feel like... The most badass thing. Well, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's. I'm actually rejecting the entire premise. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. The badassery of a character or person cannot be revealed by their drink order. Right. I was, gu- I was gonna, I was gonna give a hot take about being like, the lamer the drink, the more badass. But I'm not even doing that. Right, like apple tea. You're definitely a badass if you're drinking one of those. <laughs> right, of course but my my more accurate and actually serious point is that like it's irrelevant yeah well, no no 100% no, no doubt no question in my mind this is such an outdated it doesn't like i don't understand where it came from either because somebody who's really big and strong how does that have anything to do with their like drink preference right it's it's okay, you're tough in your mouth parts when you drink really spicy thing. When you, You're you tough when you can drink a really strong liquor. Um, I'm going to punch you and you're not going to taste it. So I don't know how that toughness is going to translate, but let's see. <laughs> right, right. Also, like, there may be some kind of correlation between like the amount of muscle mass you have and like the amount of Alcohol you can drink without getting drunk. Uh-huh. It's not gonna be a is the R squared is not gonna be one there, but maybe there's a correlation. But like there's no correlation between preference. Okay? Like the strongest guy might like apple Might maybe them. he can handle like more alcohol than like someone that weighs half of him mm-hmm. or her. But he, you don't have like so, what you want. You're saying he could order 30 apple teenies and be fine instead of ordering one terrible drink and be the like <laughs> same level of drunk. Right. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent agree here. And like, I get it. It's it's showing that somebody is like I, I kind of understand their perspective. It's showing somebody is tough in the way that they like deny their body because it's it's not a pleasant experience right right that's the point is this isn't pleasant but like if you're going to like you could show that in so many other ways than like getting a terrible drink experience right like i don't know uh it's so stupid it's so like, like it's so annoying also I want to order milk at bars. That's what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> milk. Okay. That's absurd. Like there's absolutely no way I'm drinking milk from a bar. Okay. Well, you don't, you're worried about their, like their, their stock of milk. Yeah. I, I wouldn't trust it. Maybe that's, okay. maybe that's showing prejudice here, but I'm not going to drink milk from a bar. Now, eggnog, that I would consider. Well, okay. Sure. Of course. Okay, totally agree with you though, Luke. There should, there's no correlation between how spicy you like your beverages and how tough or strong you are. That's absurd. Right? Stop it. Which I will say, I think that the point of this scene is to show how like little Shalon actually knows about this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, but okay. To be fair though, people are giving her props for drinking the Hornet Eater White. They're like, damn, she is tough. Right, which I okay. I will say it's presented as if this Horneater White is like a joke in that the bartender has it as a joke. Mm-hmm. And so like if you actually do see someone come up and drink like the entire bottle, you'd be like reacting to it in some way. However, it would be a negative way. Like if it's me, I'd be like, oh, that person is a terrible person. I don't want to associate with them. Right, right. <laughs> Please like don't weird. come talk to me. Right. Here's the thing. that I'm he- not like, oh, let me tell you my secrets because I'm impressed. <laughs> Here's what I wish had happened in the alternate reality of this book. I wish she had been like pounding down Hort eater White. And the dude next to her at the bar was like, hey, are you okay? Like, do you have friends or you're not drinking alone really often, are you? Like, do you need to talk to somebody about... Maybe this might be an issue for you. You know, not as like a tough person thing, but as like a, wow, you you might be an alcoholic. We should get you right. some help about that because right. this drinking is problematic. Right. Like, you're supposed to drink that in moderation. Like, this is not really impressing anyone here. There's- it's really just like, <laughs> it seems like a cry for help, frankly. I-, I would love it if the bartender, after being like, I'm not giving you this and she like demands it him being like like no you're i, I don't it's not how this works <laughs> so i would love him to like put his foot down here because right. like no <laughs> right like it's just showing it's not showing we can all see the size of show of veil right like we all can see relative height we can guess to how much they weigh within a certain like amount you're uh, the amount you can consume in alcohol is like totally related to those things And so, like, the fact that she appears not drunk at all after drinking this much, you should be very concerned about her. Right. Because her tolerance is insanity. She's going to die. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, like, (laughs) where is the concern? It is a very seedy bar. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know. I guess, but even Adeline, Adeline sees this empty bottle of Horneater White and he's like, you were drinking that? And she was like, yep. And he's like, he lets it go. I know. He, he lets, lets like, it go very quickly. Like if it's me, I'm having a conversation about it. Right. I find an empty fifth that somebody apparently drank all in one night. I'm going to be like, hey, uh, are you okay? Right. We don't ever drink that much. Like that's, that's a crazy amount to drink in one night. Was that all by yourself? It's yeah, yeah. We need to follow up. We, we there is not have, there needs to be an improved culture around alcohol in this world that, because it's it's exactly. very problematic. That's the issue. The alcohol culture is is brutal. Um, I want I want I want to stick on Shalon here for a moment. Okay. Yeah. I forget if this is talked about previously, but. So, like, to advance as a Lightweaver, uh-huh. th- I, I think that there, I don't know, maybe, like, four stages or something. Maybe. I don't, I remember don't know, how they ex- like, how many there are. But Shalon's at, like, two or something. And to keep advancing, you have to keep telling, like, like big secrets, right? And, like, Shalon, is, we know that she, h- like, has this kind of thing. And so for her, it's like, okay, yeah. Uh, Let's see what the next one is. It's going to be crazy. But like at a certain point in time there were a lot of lightweavers. Mhm. And so are all lightweavers just insane? <laughs> You're saying are all the crypt the cryptics attaching to people who've done some terrible thing and then blocked it out and suppressed like at least three memories? Yeah uh ooh could be that could be or some of them are just kind of lame some of them the truth are just kind of like yeah you know what i am kind of a coward mm, okay it's more of a personal like who you are than like a, yeah i than like an event of did event a bad thing yeah memory. okay and so maybe uh, granted i think those would be much more boring like i think those right. those or like the cryptics who are kind of at the bottom of the hierarchy; those are the ones who got their last pick. And it's like, sure, oh, man. Well, my. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm picking them. That's my first pick. <laughs> it's not nearly as exciting, though. If I'm a cryptic, I'm like, let's get these secrets out of the way so you're like fully powered up, and then we can do stuff. You know, I it turns out I actually love apple teenies. huh? <laughs> I'm tired of drinking Horny White. I love apple teas. If like, depending on who, like, who is the who is it up to? Mm. When a secret counts, it's a good question. Because if it's a, if it's up to the cryptic, I'm letting a lot of stuff go through. Luke's trying to level up <laughs> <laughs> because I. It doesn't seem like there are degrees of like power among different people we've only seen like one of each kind so far right but like they have certain powers and like maybe they're different there's different skill levels with those powers Mm -hmm. but i feel like it's not like some like a chosen one thing where like one of them just has way more magic than the other Mm -hmm. right because my my question was going to be is it like the bigger the secret, the bigger the leveling up. But I don't think that there's like bigger level ups. I don't think so either. No. So yeah, I'm letting stuff, I'm letting stuff go by. It's like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Are you sure it's blue? Because uh think about that more closely. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I always say blue. I have no idea what my favorite color is. That'd be that'd actually be a real soul searcher. Fair enough, Luke. Wow, wow. I hmm. W- Here's the thing that we're we still don't know a lot about though, is there might be a king of these cryptics that's like, eh, it's not big enough. Mm, okay. There might be a king that's deciding when you get to level up. That's a good position. That just loves all these secrets. That's just like, ooh, that's a good secret. You can level up. <laughs> it's like it's like the Fed. Like, let's loosen up the rates. <laughs> I'd love it if they could vote. <laughs> And there's like a super strict faction and a super, super loose faction. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like the Fed. Yep. Yeah. That'd be great. Mm. We're going very deep into objectively incorrect theories about the cryptics. But... Hey, we don't know. That's my note on the (laughs) Lightweavers. Yeah, I it's a good question it's a good question luke i also wonder how many there are of the different spren. Mm-hmm. i'm like what does it right. take to to get one to catch you you know maybe this is the thing you know maybe like you know how Syl was kind of like a wind spren for a long time until Kaladin kind of caught her with an interesting mm-hmm. thing he did. Maybe that interesting thing for the cryptics is like, you have to do something and then repress it. And that's how you catch one of them. Okay. Could be. Although, uh, that doesn't make sense, actually. Well, okay. So this kind of thing might be why there's a bunch of tension between the different like orders of mm-hmm. radiant because one of them is like, you gotta be a very good person, <laughs> and the and another one is like, you gotta have a lot of secrets, <laughs> and I don't know what the, all of the other ones are. Yeah, but like they're different, right? And like they all know the criteria for each other's, right? Uh huh. So like I that that feels like a big source of tension. Right. Yeah. We we did talk about this a little bit when we were talking mm-hmm. about the way of kings or words of radiance i think Mm -hmm. where you know shallan stuff seems way easier to do you don't have to like make deals or anything and like you're not going to lose your powers if you break a promise to somebody right you just have to come up with a fun secret to tell right um but there's also different like powers that you get too so there's a few points of tension, I think, between the Knights Radiant. For sure. For sure. Uh, Yeah, we also... Ooh. We've been introduced to another Knights Radiant that we have no information about, and that is the Dustbringer. Yes. And there's some foreboding past... like There is some foreboding past like stories about their powers and their role in the Knights Radiant, where they're introduced at the very beginning of the book... As being like pretty important, or at the beginning of the series, as being pretty important. Like one of the heralds is talking about the Dustbringers doing their job. And then also in the like pre text, the pre chapter texts for I think Words of Radiance, they're talking about like the divisions between the Knights Radiant and like what happened. And I think the Dustbringers had a pretty big role there mm-hmm. as well. Okay. I don't remember either of those. Okay, so which is unsurprising. But point being, dust bringers—we need to get some more information about. I agree. I agree. I love that they're sprint break things to see what's inside. Seems really inconvenient. That's a good sign. Yeah, I think. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Would hate for that to extend to humans. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. Can't imagine that would that would extend right especially coming from the place where they were like murdering people in the hospital to get fun words out right. of right mm. uh-oh uh-oh man when people figure out about teravengian it's going to be brutal <laughs> dollar is going to feel like such an idiot <laughs> where he's like this guy is so dumb well actually maybe he's not as dumb as i thought he is, though. He is. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> is. Okay, last thing I want to talk about, and this is something I'm legitimately so annoyed by that mm. it like makes me it makes me like angry. Okay. It makes me angry. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for a second because I just <sighs> okay, we're getting some stretches out. <sighs> okay. So Yasna is telling everyone like, hey, when you get to Erythiru or whatever the fancy city is, when you get there, there's going to be all this crazy technology and it's going to be the dopest shit you've ever seen. And your society's going to advance like a million years. And then they get there and Shalon is talking about how Navani wasn't like that excited about it, how she was like, oh, the like oath gates are cool and the lifts are unique But there's not really that much cool stuff here like there's not much else that i'm really into what you you have found like like literal teleportation and you're not like losing your damn mind about this like i'm sorry are you able to teleport people hundreds of miles instantaneously (laughs) In your normal, everyday, fabrial development? Is that a thing that you just, like, do? (laughs) You found teleportation across vast distances, and you're not losing your mind right now. This changes everything. This changes so many things. Right, right. I, I feel like they don't even try to figure out how it works. Not whatever. at all. They're just using it. They're just like, oh, yeah, this is, it's teleportation. You know, just plug in the thing. <laughs> send them over. <laughs> what? It's madness. It's madness. It is. It is. Um, I will say it's I feel like it's weird. Okay. Okay. Because okay. there's 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 two things. I, I 100% agree with you that we need to be more hyped about the teleportation. <laughs> teleportation, always a plus for me. You're putting all the I merchants that, out of business instantaneously. <laughs> I, think, I think that it's also like something to question. It's like, okay, they made these teleportation gates and nothing else. That seems odd. Right. Maybe But instead they're just like, ah, that's too bad. Like I will okay, okay, okay. We did end with f- finding a like giant pillar mm-hmm. of chipstones. So I don't know what that's gonna do yet. Yes. But yes. it's only one. So far. So it's like, gimme give, give me my mid range technology. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right now we got we've got like we've got like aircraft carriers and bikes and nothing in between right give me a car please actually don't we love bikes yeah bikes are great (laughs) right right which it's interesting you brought up the pillar of gemstones Mm mhm Shallan keeps asking what is Eruthru like what is this place what is it what is it well seems like it might be a big fabriel ever think about that oh Mm hmm hmm maybe it does something cool a big fabriel it's shaped it's like a tower we think Ooh, we think it's spaceship maybe it's a spaceship (laughs) (laughs) that'd be pretty sweet could be a spaceship guys (laughs) (laughs) the bad thing is i'm now like actually convinced that it's a spaceship i don't think what do you what do you mean the bad thing okay valid point okay here's i want to go back to the teleportation thing because i think dalinar did this all wrong okay here's how you get everybody on board instantaneously hey everybody uh we have a big transportation hub that is now open to everyone uh here's how it works you pop in the oath gate at your side You send whatever goods and traders you want through that. They walk like maybe 200 yards to the one that goes across the country. Pop in there. Send you down. Boom. Do your business. Back and forth. Back and forth. Wherever you want to go. Open your oath gates. I don't even have to come. Me, Dalinar, I'll stay. I'll stay in the castle. You could just open them up and then like have instantaneous trade between every other nation. Have you, sure. Have you ever wanted sure. to visit the West Coast? You can do it tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I I still think that there's not enough like defense against like Dalinar actually just coming in with an army. Right, but he doesn't so. tell them that. He says what do you he says maybe he maybe he lies about some limitation. Okay. Right? Maybe he's okay. like, yeah, it only works if you have a special person that says this code word. And then it doesn't let anybody teleport back through unless your special person says pumpernickel right before they well, teleport. This is a valid point because there's a de- design flaw here. Like the place that is getting transported to uh uh-huh. needs approval. Right. Right now it, it doesn't seem to have it. No. Right? Nope. Nope. I feel like there needs to be like a little waiting room and it's like, okay, no you guys brought that dude i freaking hate that guy absolutely not door close. he doesn't get to come through they need to have two keys you know they need to each put the keys in at the same time and turn them simultaneously right. well, and you need like knowledge of who's coming yes well come on guys i mean you don't have that when people are just traveling across the country you know what i mean I mean, well, we don't have we don't have teleportation, Dan. Yeah, right. It's that's an unfair comparison. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so develop it, develop it, guys. There is solutions. Get on have Navani. You have teleportation, and you're just kind of excited. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I am too. We're I amped am too. up. Yeah. Ugh. yeah, it's the coolest thing you've ever found. And I won't hear anything else. Okay. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm here for it. Alright. Alright, Luke. I need to go read the next quarter to this book, because I'm so excited for when they all fly off into space on Erithru right. and leave everybody behind and go on a cool right. space adventure. So next week, halfway. That's we'll, right. We'll bring the hot takes and act like dumb nerds.